You're listening to Agile Strength Labs, a weekly podcast dedicated to fitness, living a better life, and a healthy lifestyle. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the maiden episode of season one of Agile Strength Labs, a weekly podcast dedicated to fitness, living a better life, and a healthy lifestyle. I am your host, Christian Horton. This is the kickoff. Thank you for joining in for episode one. Remember, you can always catch every podcast episode on your PC at agilestrengthlabs.com. For those that like to listen in via a mobile app, you can tune in via SoundCloud on Android. Apple devices, you can find the podcast on iTunes. And please make sure to check out the Agile Strength Labs YouTube page. And when listening in, please subscribe. All subscribers for season one will receive a coupon code for exclusive video content available at the start of season two. You can subscribe via YouTube, iTunes, or SoundCloud. Any comments about the show, we'd love to hear from you. Please reach out via email at Christian at AgileStrengthLabs.com. For Christian, use the British spelling with a K, K-R-I-S-T-I-A-N. Thanks again for joining. We spoke a little bit about what we're going to cover in season one in the intro. And for those of you that are just joining in for your first show and they get a chance to listen to the podcast intro, we are going to be setting a foundation that's going to build up everyone for a successful path. I firmly believe that when you start any kind of major effort in your life, and for many people, you know, that's going to be really a fitness journey. That's why they're listening for a piece of motivation on this podcast you really need to understand why you're starting it in the first place. So that's what we're going to talk about. But really what's applicable in this conversation tonight is really applicable in your life. Whether you are looking to get a new promotion or you're looking to engage in a new aspect of some kind of personal relationship in your life or some other goal that you might want to achieve, until you understand your motivation for wanting to take it on, you're really not set up for success. You may be able to achieve it, but you're really set up that much better if you can understand why you really chose to do it in the first place. Because as you move down this path, you're going to find there's going to be dark days when you are asking yourself, why am I doing this? And you could always point back to, oh, yeah, this is why I'm doing it. But if you don't understand it, then you can just say, well, I don't really know why I'm doing this. You can give up. So, to kind of kick things off, when you take the time to explore your motivations, you will soon comprehend that your motivation for doing or wanting certain things in life are totally obvious, while it can be rather ambiguous and vague for others. I mean, there's a lot to be said for understanding your motivations. When you know why you want to do something or why you engage in a particular activity, you become more self-aware and can begin to analyze your actions and decisions from a more enlightened perspective, which will in due course lead you to making better choices, enabling you to attain your goal. It's important to uncover, understand, and embrace the honest reason behind your motivation. Only then you truly have a strong foundation to succeed in reaching your goals. For example, during my personal training career, 
during the initial consultation with the client, the very first question I ask after all the preliminaries are, what are your fitness goals? Typically, the response may go something like, I want to burn fat and lose weight. So I continue and I ask, well, why do you want to burn fat and lose weight? The first answer the client will give me is usually something broad because I want to look healthier and look better, something on that vein of thought, you know, nothing really specific. So I really continue to dig and I ask them further, well, why do you want to be healthy and look better? Which really sounds, you know, inane, but I'm trying to get to a point and, and many times, even though I've stressed the question a second time, the client may not give me a response to really say what's really pointing to their motivation. Many times they just get embarrassed and respond impulsively and say, well, because why not? Or, well, hey, I'm in the gym. Isn't that what I'm supposed to be doing? And, and usually I, I just kind of let things simmer down a little bit. I don't want to think that I'm hounding them. And, and I take a breath, try to make them comfortable and I say, well, look, I really get that you want to be healthier. I really do. But let's kind of start from the beginning. You know, you were motivated by something to drive to my boot camp at 8 a.m. And then you were further motivated to, you know, wait after the boot camp to have a conversation with me to discuss setting up a one-on-one -on -one appointment for personal training, which brought you here today. And now we're discussing establishing a commitment to dedicate time and money. And I just want to understand, is it really just to be healthier and look better? And, you know, sometimes, you know, I still don't get a response. Many times it could take quite a few sessions before I'll really get the answer from the client. And sometimes it may come with me not even prompting them because I think many times the client has to develop a level of trust with me first before they can really start being honest with themselves about the reasons. But eventually the truth does come out. And when the truth comes out, it has always been an emotional experience. I mean, it's been an emotional experience for me as a trainer, but it's also been an emotional experience for the client because they're coming out with this major truth. Clients have told me all different kinds of personal truths that have driven their motivation to start a fitness journey. One client told me that she wanted to have a baby and was having difficulty. She was seeing fertility doctors and were told by the fertility doctor that losing weight would significantly optimize her chances for having a child. I mean, the doctor even went to say, even if you lose a little bit of weight, it can help. So that's why she started. You know, another client told me that they wanted to lose fat because they hadn't had sex in months and they wanted to feel sexier and more attractive in the bedroom. I mean, that's something serious that, you know, unfortunately, a lot of people deal with. That's a tremendous weight to be holding on to and a tremendous truth to release to someone. And then there was another client that was dealing with the death of a parent. You know, this parent had died of an obesity related disease and this client was fearful that he might leave his children before he got to his 60s. It, it was really a, something that scared the heck out of them. But the one common attribute amongst all of these clients is that they did not realize this motivation for losing weight until I kept digging deeper and deeper and repeatedly asking why. But then after they took the time to uncover their true motivations, 
in every single situation, the person always started to take more action. I mean, going to the gym wasn't anymore something that I was pushing them to do. And, you know, finishing a set wasn't something that, oh, Christian is making me do this. It was more, oh, I'm finishing this last set because it's a stepping stone to more intimacy in my marriage. Or it's a stepping stone to me making sure that I can prolong my life or start a new family. And those things are what fuel the new habits that drive success. To further illustrate this, let me tell you about a personal experience. As a young man serving in the U.S. Navy as an avionics technician, I was assigned to a reservist station working on F-14 fighter jets. My motivation for joining was due to a lifelong passion for aircraft, which was further cultivated as an aerospace engineering major while I was in high school. And then there was also this movie called Top Gun that came out at the time that was also a major influence in the decision to join the Navy. And at the time, you know, I was motivated to turn my passion for aircraft into a learning experience, which would ultimately turn into an engineering career. It was in my first month with the squadron. I was fresh out of Top Gun training. You know, my first two years in the military was entirely schooling, learning about this very sophisticated jet aircraft. And I was now in my first duty station actually performing work. And it was my first tense situation. We were engaged in a simulated wartime training exercise. I was assigned to an aircraft that had just returned from a mission. And this exercise had orders for this jet to be on a 45-minute turnaround for re-engagement with the enemy in this wartime training sim. So I fire up the test equipment, essentially is similar to the kind of devices that you have in uh, mechanic shops for your car. You know, they hook up this device and it basically tells you exactly what's wrong with the vehicle. This thing does the same thing for aircraft. And when I turn this thing on, all of the lights go crazy. It looks like a Christmas tree. Every light is going off and I just didn't know where even to start to begin to fix this in 45 minutes. From the initial indications, it looked like at least 10 critical components had failed and needed to be removed from the plane and then you know, swapped out for known good units. And then I also saw there was some torn wiring on one of the harnesses. So I looked down at this worksheet and I said, 45 minutes, never. I mean, not only never, but never, ever, ever. And as I'm thinking this, I see the crew chief start walking over to me. I remember I'm a young recruit. So I see the crew chief walking over, and my thinking is, well, I'm going to tell him what's going on, and we'll take the plane out of service. I mean, this is a training sim. It's no big deal. This plane needs a whole lot of service. And, and before I could say anything, he says, when will the plane be ready? And he said it in a rather very calm tone. And his calming tone gave me a false sense of reassurance of how this discussion was really going to go. So I began to tell him that I'm going to take the plane out of service, and I explained the litany of issues with the plane. And he looks down and said one thing to me. If it's important to you, you'll find a way. If not, you'll find an excuse. And those words really resonated with me, even today, as I realized in that instant, I had to look at the ultimate goal from a different lens. And I found a source of motivation. And it came in thinking that the wartime simulation was indeed real. I mean, his words had an impact. And I looked around and the guys in my squadron, these guys that, you know, I've now only known for a month. But, you know, I'm thinking, well, what if these guys were in peril? So with the change in mindset, I started from scratch. I took a different approach. I found some creative solutions. And also with that mindset, I was 
able to also speed up my work and the quality of my work to get everything done. And, you know, that was the end result. Plane was fully operational. Squadron's at maximum strength for the wartime sim with 30 seconds to go on the clock. And there's many times I recall that situation when a seemingly impossible circumstance occurs to get in touch with my motivation to overcome an obstacle instead of avoiding it. But this isn't always the case. Sometimes even a blind action can lead to self-improvement. And I've seen this happen, from again, from a client experience. There's a client that I was working with, and his motivations as a client were never, ever clear to me. I mean, I kept asking the same questions to him as to, you know, why he was really, you know, um, why, number one, why was he working hard? Because he was a great client. He really did work hard. But, you know, we would be working on things, and I would say, well, you know, what do you want to target for your bench? You know, what do, what do you think you, is a good number? I'm thinking this. What do you think? He's like, yeah, Christian, I think that works right. That works good. I mean, he would work to it, but he never came with anything on his own. Like said, hey, I really want to get this done. And, you know, I'm really hoping that I can get my weight to X or my body fat to Y. Or I'm really looking to develop this muscle group. He was really just conformist. But, I mean, he was a great client, very focused, very dedicated Never missed a session, ever. Um, tireless, highly coachable, really pushed hard. And he was successful in achieving a dramatic body transformation. By far, he was probably one of the best success stories in my personal training career. But I never uncovered his true motivation. He was my client for 18 months and, again, had amazing success. As some times passed, it was a couple years later, um, we actually met up in New York. We linked up. We uh went to go have some coffee and he explained that when we was training and I was asking about his goals and targets, it really bothered him because he couldn't think of any clear goals for himself. And he said it bothered him a lot because his entire life was governed by educational and professional goals that he wanted to reach. And it bothered him that he could not attach or self-assign goals for fitness and he said that he never really thought too much about why he was doing it. All that he knew is that he wanted to lift weights and get big. But he said in looking back on it, it was clear that it was because he was looking for validation from others. And he thought that getting big would make him more popular amongst his friends. And he said it also hoped that it would get him late. You know, he had some esteem issues. You know, he thought only buff males were attractive to women. So, you know, I'm hearing this and I was saying, well, that's 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 a, oh, that's pretty deep. But I wondered that was the entire reason. And before I could say anything, he said, Christian, that was a lot of it. But the real reason was I was insecure. And um, that was the root of his motivation insecurity. And, you know, but but here's the thing. Although his motivations were rooted in weakness and insecurity, it got him to take action. It was a catalyst to propel him. It caused him to work out consistently. It taught him an extreme sense of discipline. And as a byproduct, he built a beastly body as well. Now, over time, his motivations for lifting shifted from wanting to impress people and be popular with women. You know, now he's changed his life totally. You know, again, he moved away from New York. He met someone out there. Um, they're married now. He moved out of corporate America. And now he has a role as a first responder. And that has enriched his life as he loves the physical nature of his role and the joy he gets from serving his community. So 
those things that fuel his motivations and continue to push his workouts and maintain his lifestyle, those are the things that are now important to him, serving his community, you know, and at the same time being active. As you can see, even bad motivations can lead you to taking action and growing immensely in all facets of your life over time. So again, you know, take time to understand your motivations. What motivates you? Why do you want to build muscle? Why do you want to lose weight? Why do you want to eat healthy? Now, remember, this show is dedicated to fitness, living a healthy lifestyle and living a better life. So in that regard, extend this to your personal and professional life as an exercise too. Why do you want to start a business? Why do you want to be in a relationship? Why do you want that promotion? Why do you want a new car? Uncover your motivations. Dig deeper. Ask yourself why. Be brutally honest with yourself. Even if you do realize and uncover that the main reason you want to start a fitness journey is to build muscle and impress your friends, or maybe you have an upcoming event like a wedding or vacation, or maybe you want to make an ex-lover or a current lover jealous with a new body. That's okay. There's no right answers here. Even if you realize that you're being motivated by something that's not necessarily positive, embrace it. There's nothing to be shameful of. Embrace your motivations. Embrace your desires. Take action on them. That is how you'll grow. That is how you become a better person. This is how you'll get back on track when you fail. And this is how you'll reach your goals. Thank you again for joining episode one, the maiden voyage of Agile Fitness Labs, uncovering your motivations. Remember, listen on iTunes, SoundCloud, YouTube, and subscribe. Thank you again, and see you again next Monday night for a new episode.